Ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard today's edition of Human Events Daily, powered by Turning Point USA. Today is Monday, April 10th, 2023, Anno Domini. Today's top story, the standoff at Taiwan Island. Next, Daniel Perry found guilty of murder in Texas, awaiting pardon from Governor Abbott. And finally, the salon hit piece on Jack Posobiec has completely backfired. All this and more ahead, Human Events Daily. I want to take a second to remind you to sign up for the Poso Daily Brief. It is completely free. It'll be one email that's sent to you every day. You can stop the endless scrolling trying to find out what's going on in your world. We will have this delivered directly to you totally for free. Go to humanevents.com slash Poso. Sign up today. It's called the Poso Daily Brief. Read what I read for show prep. You will not regret it. Humanevents.com slash Poso. Totally free. The Poso Daily Brief. French leaders said Europe has no interest in accelerating the crisis over Taiwan, which is seen as a rogue province by Beijing. These words come amid Chinese military drills around the island, sparked by the Taiwanese president's meeting with the U.S. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy in California last week. The standoff at Taiwan Island is occurring right now. And a lot of people are asking what's going on. They're saying, Poso, is this real? Is this a huge thing? Are we going to war? Is it World War III, as President Trump posted on Truth Social? Well, let's walk through. Currently, there are multiple aircraft carrier groups operating off of the east coast of Taiwan Island. In addition to this, we're seeing the Taiwanese Navy and the Chinese Navy standing off against each other. This may be the most tense moment that we've seen between mainland China and the island of Taiwan since uh, back in the 1950s. They were actually firing shells at each other back when Chiang Kai-shek was running the place. In 1996, in response to Taiwan's first ever presidential election, they fired ballistic missiles. But people need to realize that prior to the 19, from even, even in the 1990s and before, China didn't have a navy to be able to have any of these options available to them for time vis-a-vis Thailand Island. So they didn't have any ability to really try anything other than ballistic missiles, shelling, this sort of thing. There weren't any other options available. That's why the most likely scenario that you would see is not necessarily this amphibious. And by the way, so many people, so many of these cold warriors in the United States, in media, and in the Pentagon, they haven't actually updated their thinking to understand what China would do in a Taiwan scenario. They don't need to invade the island. They don't need to bomb the island. You know what they can do? They can starve out the island. They can enact a military blockade of Taiwan. And I've been saying this since the China files and even before that. They can go in and set up a blockade. 85% of Taiwan's energy, their food, it's imported. So what are you going to do when the hospitals in Taipei, the hospitals in Kaohsiung don't have any energy? What happens when people can't eat? What happens when the United States tries to resupply. Well, it's not like Ukraine. Ukraine is 17 times larger and has a backdoor into Poland, Hungary. You don't have that here. They essentially share a border, right? 
and that's called the Taiwan Strait. When they say they essentially share a border, it's because they're just that close, folks. They're just that close. The United States, thousands and thousands of miles away, along with Japan and Korea. So you don't have this ability to enact rapid resupply like we do with Ukraine. At the end of the day, folks, this situation could be completely have averted if the United States under the Biden administration had not outsourced their foreign policy to psychopaths like Victoria Nuland who belong behind bars. People that go in looking for a fight, looking to exacerbate tensions, looking for regime change operations like in Ukraine, looking to cause wars to take place. That's what we don't need. What we need is a peacemaker. What we need are people that don't want or seek war with countries like China or Russia. Do we want to deal with them? Yes, we want to deal with them economically. And that's why when Emmanuel Macron went to China this weekend, what did he say? What did he specifically say when he was over there in Beijing? Emmanuel Macron said that we cannot allow Europe to be dependent on America anymore. Well, funny, because that's similar to what President Trump used to say about NATO and NATO spending. But here's the part that Macron's leaving off. Europe is becoming economically dependent on China. Russia is already economically dependent on China to an extent because they need China to get around the financial sanctions the United States and the rest of the West put on them. When you don't hear anyone talking about the economic element of the relationship between the CCP, Taiwan, and the rest of the world, because this is the dowry. The CCP wants to be the senior partner in globalism, in the globalist system. And what's their dowry? What are they asking for in return? Taiwan. Doesn't mean they need it overnight, but they want to assimilate it slowly, gradually, and then suddenly, just like they did with Hong Kong, all you need to do is look at Hong Kong and you will see the exact strategy that they want to employ with Taiwan. Xi Jinping would love to have that on his resume, but at the same time, he knows that it's not in China's best interest to go to a kinetic war with the United States or with a U.S. ally like Taiwan. So what do you do? You go around to the rest of the world the same way you have been since 1979 when the United States under the Carter administration switched diplomatic recognition of China from Taipei to Beijing. It's only been since 1979 since we've done this. Why do we do so? Economic reasons. What happened 10 years later, Tiananmen Square. What happened after that? What happened 10 years after Tiananmen Square? China is brought into the World Trade Organization. Just understand folks, this is all being done by design. There are people who are making billions and billions of dollars off of this, and it's being done to turn the people of the world, the people of Western Europe, Canada, and eventually America into Chinese serfs. Now, a lot of people complain about the state of our country or the way woke corporations treat us and their employees, but it's not enough to complain. We need to change the way the marketplace works, and that starts with you and where you spend your money. Unless any of your public square has grown to be the largest platform of patriotic, freedom-loving businesses the world has ever seen, whether you want to support a restaurant that only buys from local farms, a coffee shop that took a stand against COVID mandates, or a bank that would never cancel you for your political views, 
public square as your guide. There's also an interactive sensor-free community group where you can connect with other local members. Here's the best part. It's absolutely free to join. Just go to publicsquare.com. That's publicsq.com. Download the app today. Simply create an account and begin your search. You can also list your business for free so your local community can support you. Look, we can't always change the world, but we can change how and where we spend our hard-earned dollars. Begin your search today at Public Square. Public SQ, that's publicsq.com. Footage of Daniel Perry's police interview after he killed Garrett Foster was played in the courtroom during his murder trial. Former Austin police homicide detective David Fugit was the one to conduct the interview with Perry. In it, Detective Fugit had Perry demonstrate how Foster carried his rifle. How high did that barrel come up? We have power right now. And then what Perry did while he was sitting in the driver's seat. Daniel Perry in Austin, Texas, convicted of murder last week by an Austin, Texas jury and a George Soros-backed prosecutor. What was the situation? He was surrounded by a mob of BLM rioters in Austin, Texas, while driving down a public road. One of them approached him with an AK-47 at low ready, surrounding his car while people beat on his car. When he saw that one of the rioters had an AK-47 and that it was pointed at him, went at his vehicle at low ready, pulled out his handgun and fired five shots. He claimed that he was acting in self-defense. However, there were text messages and Facebook messages given as evidence at this trial that he want, he had said in the past that he wanted to kill protesters, that he thought he might have to kill protesters on his way to work. Well, you know who had that, who said that kind of stuff in 2020? Everybody, literally everybody. Because let's go through what happened in the summer of 2020 again. Every major city in America experienced violent riots. And in blue states and many other states, including red states like Texas, those riots were not put down effectively by the state governors. Of course, this was just a few weeks before the events of Kenosha and Kyle Rittenhouse. Armed left-wing rioters marching through the streets of town with the intent to burn everything down. Now, I saw some people saying, well, you know, these guys have the Second Amendment, too. And other people saying, well, you know, that's their right. And who am I to say? Are you really so politically brain dead? Do you not have any type of sense of survival? Do you know what is going to happen if people like that are put into power? Do you know what's going to happen if you don't stop these riots? Do you know what's going to happen 
if you allow people, if you allow people like Garrett Foster and other anti-government, anti-establishment, anti-America militants to get power, you will see American Bolshevism across this country. And there'll be people who say, well, hold on, Posta, wait, 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 that Garrett Foster was actually a boogaloo guy, and so he's, you know, technically he's pro-Second Amendment, and he was a veteran himself, and he's marching with BLM riders. Shut up. I don't care. You, we're not talking about the specifics of his beliefs. We're talking about the broader picture of what's going, and that's why, and I'm proud, that conservatives banded together to demand that Governor Greg Abbott issue a pardon of Daniel Perry in this case. Governor Abbott has said that he will following a recommendation by the Pardon Review Board. This is a, this is a, so in Texas, they have a different system than they do in other states. Some states, it's like the president. You can just unilaterally, the governor signs a pardon, they're pardoned. In other states, uh, like Pennsylvania, for example, I'm more familiar with that because I'm from Pennsylvania. I know the lieutenant governor plays a role. Dan Patrick's lieutenant governor in Texas. If that's the situation, fine. Do what you have to do. Get the recommendation on Governor Abbott's desk and pardon this man immediately. Because this sends a message to the armed left-wing militants in this country that you cannot block traffic, riot through our streets, carry guns, and do so, carry guns with the intent to hurt people and do so with impunity. And I know some people are going to say, whoa, 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 Poso, hold on a second here. Hold on. What about Kyle Rittenhouse? Didn't Kyle Rittenhouse carry a gun? And wasn't he out there on the night of protests himself in Kenosha? And didn't you support Kyle Rittenhouse when he shot those mobsters? Here's the difference. Garrett Foster was on the side of the anarchists. He was on the side of the rioters. He was on the, he was a participant in what was going on. A participant. That's different from someone like Kyle Rittenhouse, who did not go out seeking a fight. He went out to protect a car lot. One that incidentally was owned by Indian immigrants who later smoked a lot of ganja, went up on the stand and lied about it, even though there were pictures and videos of Kyle with them prior to the shooting, where they had obviously shown that they wanted the security there. Folks, it's time to understand what time it is in this country. American Bolsheviks are trying to take over. Are you going to be on the side that says we need to use political power like in Tennessee to evict and eject American Bolsheviks from power and block them from destroying this country, or are you going to roll over and take it? It's a simple question. On the heels of the second largest bank failure in U.S. history, an interest rate hike after interest rate hike within the last year, 186 more banks are at risk of collapsing, and your bank could be next, unless the Fed does what they did back in March and print another $300 billion out of thin air, making your dollar more and more worthless. Not to mention the recession risk that could have a significant impact on your investment and retirement accounts. Look, 
Folks, take my advice. Protect your financial future with something real, gold and silver from my friends at Allegiance Gold. Allegiance Gold can help you protect your IRA or 401k with physical gold and silver, or if you prefer, have it delivered securely right to your front door. Since the beginning of time, there's only one universal currency that is always of value, and that is gold. Allegiance Gold is the highest rating in the industry, five stars with TrustLink, a AAA rating with the Business Consumer Alliance, and an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. You can invest confidence because of the quality and service of Allegiance Gold. Get up to $5,000 in free silver on a qualifying purchase when you visit protectwithposo.com today. Don't let the Fed play Monopoly with your money. Protect your future with Allegiance Gold. Visit protectwithposo.com. Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg is investigating whether former President Donald Trump illegally paid hush money to cover up an affair. On March 23rd, this video with more than 2 million views was posted that appears to show Bragg announcing he's dropping the case. After an extensive, thorough investigation has decided to drop all charges against Donald Trump. The phrase Trump charges dropped then became a trending Google search. So let's verify. Is the video of District Attorney Alvin Bragg saying Trump's charges were dropped real? Our sources are the Manhattan District Attorney's Office, a statement by former President Trump, and New York University's School of Law. The viral video was originally posted by conservative commentator Jack Posobiec. He has a history of producing satirical deepfake videos that manipulate the audio to change what the subject is saying. We did reverse video and image search and found the original video was actually posted more than a year ago in January 2022. Bragg was part of a panel at NYU discussing his recent election and plans for office. He never talked about the investigation into President Trump. In both videos, Bragg is wearing the same outfit and the background is the same. However, in the fake clip, the audio and lip movements don't match what he's saying. It was my dream to be an attorney to stand for the law and put criminals behind bars. Also, on the same day that Posobiec posted the video, Trump sent his supporters a newsletter saying the case hadn't been dropped and there's no announcement about the indictment on the DA's website. So, no, the video of District Attorney Alvin Bragg saying Trump's charges were dropped is not real. The case is still being reviewed by a grand jury. Well, Easter Sunday has come and gone. I had a great Easter. Did you have a nice Easter? Well, I had a wonderful Easter. Family was abound. We went back up to the Philadelphia area to my hometown. It was great. Did Latin mass. And then just as just as I was going to bed, I saw that apparently Salon.com had run a massive <laughs> profile of me uh, posting it up to their Twitter account saying, Posobic is not looking to strike nuanced positions. In response to Trump's indictment, he vowed to go after the prosecutor and has called for a coordinated MAGA attack to bring down the American financial situ- uh, system. It's like, yeah, yeah, I did actually. Conservative influencer Jack Posobic read his so-called book, to kids on a weekday morning in DC, but why? So, all right, what happened at the book reading, this was the Brave Books reading that was done myself, Kirk Cameron, Sean Spicer, Haya Reichick from uh, Lives of TikTok was the creator of Lives of TikTok was there. And we knew there were a bunch of lefty journos and some Antifa types in the crowd. And we said, do we want to kick them out? I said, let them stay. Let them say, I'm not worried about them. In fact, I'll read you some more excerpts of this hit piece on me. It's so long, but I mean, it, the whole thing, I'm like, 
Solani, you're trying to date me? Because this doesn't necessarily seem like a hit piece. This seems kind of like a, pu- a puff piece. Jack Posobiec didn't seem concerned. The conservative influencer, a celebrity, was wearing a white button-down shirt against a dark suit jacket. Squatting forward, he looked unnaturally bulky at the shoulders and hips. His frame swallowed up in his crouch, so that the first thing you noticed was the sharp horn of hair gelled with great care above his high-cresting forehead. For the record, I do not use hair gel. I don't use shampoo. Uh, what you, this is, this is like water, um, that I use shampoo is a scam. I hope everybody knows that. And I also think it's interesting that they're going full phrenology on me, his high cresting forehead. Well, I'm glad I don't have a sloping forehead salon. Uh, would you guys have had an issue with that? I don't know. Posobic read from his Pasovic ran from his book for just over 10 minutes to the parents and children in the room. The hyenas were there and helping them. He said, once again, looking past the families assembled in front of him, as if past props and stand-ins toward the real audience, the millions behind the camera lens who had experienced the event solely from the material he was providing. Because hyenas are communists, too. For the record, I was talking to the kids. And the kids had a great time. We talked about ice cream mostly because the book is called The Island of Free Ice Cream. And it's all about not believing wolves when they tell you they've got an islands of free ice cream. He has a platform that most American politicians would envy. The Guardian's Washington bureau chief, David Smith, wrote in March and could help decide the Republican presidential primary race in 2024. He taught himself to play guitar. He joined a band called The China Syndrome. He was a fan of David Bowie. At one point in his life, his next move took him halfway around the world to Shanghai, where he worked for the American Chamber of Commerce. While abroad, he played a minor role as a street thug in the 2008 martial arts film Forbidden Kingdom. He decided to join the Navy. He went to boot camp and scored so well in the aptitude test that he qualified for intelligence service and was sent on a 10-month deployment to the prison at Guantanamo Bay, where he worked closely with detainees. I mean, like, are you, are you, <laughs> again, you trying to hate me? Sorry, happily married to Tanya Day here. He was wearing black sunglasses and his blue suit jacket with the collar of his shirt open. Imagine being the kind of nerd that's sent to something like this and you can't understand why conservatives are popular, why we're popular, why this show is popular, why this movement is popular, because we're sick of nerds and losers and shut-ins like you guys. You, Salon.com, you need to stop employing these pro-groomer journalists, and you need to actually talk to somebody who understands what's really going on in the world. You could pick me up and call me on the phone. You could call me and say you actually wanted to chat. I'll do that. I talk to people all the time from that side. You know what I don't talk to is people who lie about me. First of all, I wasn't the guitarist for the China Syndrome. I was the bassist. I mean, just little things. Also, they mention again and again about, they said turnout wasn't what they expected. Yeah, maybe that's because it was three days after one of your transgender killers had just targeted a Christian school down in Nashville, and you were calling for a trans day of vengeance in Washington, D.C. that very week. Do you remember that? 
Do you remember any of the context that was going on? No, you don't. And you also don't care. So these lies, the misrepresentations, it's, it's the fact that they said I use hair gel when I don't use hair gel. His high cresting forehead. There's my forehead, folks. Is it cresting? Send your comments and emails in to human events. Is my for, does my forehead crest? What would the phrenology of Jack Posobiec be? And the absolute worst part, the most devastating part for me, you got to hear this line. By 2016, Posobiec began to assume his current identity, a hyper-partisan social media assassin, and a frighteningly good one at that, able to blur the lines between truth and fiction and right and wrong. Well, you know what, Salon.com? You couldn't be more right. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, you have my permission to lay ashore. 